Hey there, welcome to Hour 3 of Freedom Speak. I am your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Conservative Talk ABQ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. I want to invite you to send me your emails at to Becca, B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com with your comments, suggestions. Want to get started advertising? We'd love to have you here. So I'm here with my good guest, uh, Karen Genter, Dr. Karen Genter, and Corrine Rios. And we've been talking about everything from uh, the oath of office and the penalties for not following it to... Uh, a raccoon was in there. A raccoon, yes. <laughs> raccoon attacks, coyote attacks. Hold on to your children. Exactly. So if you haven't heard that one, just... Listen to it again, and you'll uh, hear it in the second hour, that's right? Good. That, yeah, I know, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and Twitter, big big censorship, mm. uh, big tech censorship, the FBI collusion with uh, big, big tech. I wanted to uh, kind of stay on that topic just a little bit longer because I found this article, once again, in the Epoch Times, and we were talking about, we touched on this in the second hour, about this geofencing data in which you're, when you've got a smartphone, Think about smartphones. They got location information, you know, a location function on them. I'm sure you've seen that. Mm -hmm. And they have GPS on them. So they know exactly where you are all the time. Now, you may think that that information is being held private by your provider. They might tell you that. I think they actually do. Um but the thing is, is that the FBI can just come along and get that inform- information. Now, an example is on the January 6th thing. And I've talked about this before, too, on a previous show when there were these uh, mainstream media outlets claiming that uh, you cannot be tracked with your cell phone. That is absolute nonsense. It's like, oh, my God, who would ever believe that you're not being, that you can't be tracked with your cell phone? I mean, for crying out loud, it's got a GPS on it. You got Google Maps on it. It can tell you exactly where you are. It can tell you how to get places. It keeps track of where you've been. So the FBI, now, in my belief that this thing I'm going to talk about right now has to do with the Fourth and the Fifth Amendment, and I'll tell you why, Okay. Geo-tracking data, okay, if it's kept private, actually, like you think it probably should be, okay, that's fine. But when your telecommunications company, like AT&T or Verizon or T-Mobile or whoever, the FBI comes along and they say, oh, well, uh, this person was in the D.C. area on January 6th, so now we want to do a full investigation of them. Does that give them a right to give you a full investigation of you just because you happen to be in a certain area along with thousands of other people? That's what I want to ask. And then they pull this information and they do it. Then they do a deep dive into everything about you. Now, here's the problem with that as far from as far as I'm concerned. Let me remind you what the Fourth Amendment says. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not shall, shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath and affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. So, do you believe that? 
just because you happen to be in a certain geographic area, do you think that that's probable cause? Well, I guess that's subjective, is it not? Yeah. And that's there lies the problem. Yeah. Right, because it's subjective, which opens the door because the, the FBI, the government can say, oh, yeah, you were at risk. I mean, you were putting the public at risk, right? So probable cause, if there's not a, a, a standard, then it opens the door to anything. And that's what's happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, see, because the founding you fathers. Risk. You were a risk, Becca, for, for, because you were there on January 6th. Any, any, uh, I wasn't, by the way, but I almost went. I, I, I understand <laughs> that. I was but, considering it. But see, they can use that. Yeah, They right. can use that against you because it's their, it's their own opinion that we were risking national security by just being there. And that in there lies the problem. Yeah. And so to keep in mind, okay, when we're talking about smartphones now, okay, what people use their smartphones now, nowadays, and I, I know I do, and I've mentioned this before, it's like people keep all their personal information in their smartphone. They keep their appointments in their smartphone. They keep their account numbers a lot of the time. They have passwords. They have contact lists for everybody they know. They, so, you know, the, the Fourth Amendment talks about secure in your papers. Okay, essentially, your smartphone is your modern-day papers, that is your papers. Your electronic papers. Your electronic papers. Okay. So they say, oh, well, you were in the D.C. area on the 6th, so therefore uh, we think that you might be an insurrectionist, which, first of all, that's nonsense. But so then they do a deep dive, and then they confiscate your cell phone like they did to Mike Lindell and various other people. They've confiscated their cell phones. They confiscate your cell phone, and then... They know everything about you, including your personal communications, which you you have a right to keep that information between you and your lawyer. If they think you've committed a crime, they should say, oh, well, we're going to accuse you of a crime. And then in that case, and they'll say, you have the right to remain silent. Okay, I choose to remain silent and not give you my cell phone because by giving you my cell phone, you're violating my right to be silent. You've essentially taken every word I can possibly say out of my mouth without me actually saying it. Never yeah. thought of that before, did you? Yeah, but you, I know, didn't. you know what I find fascinating? I, go ahead. No, I, I never thought of it that way. But that makes total sense. Yeah, you've given up your right to remain silent without having any say in it. Mm -hmm. They've taken that right away from you. And you know what I find fascinating is that this conversation, uh, we've already been um, brainwashed. Let, let me give you an example, right? Um, I was talking uh, of, on social media this day about we have real ID in New Mexico. Yep. 77% of New Mexicans have the real ID. Do you guys have real ID? Yeah. Yes. You know, you had to provide your birth certificate. So I've been saying this for like a year and a half. Why don't we use the real ID to vote? Uh, it's wow. All, Amen. It's all, <laughs> hey guys, it's already there. Yeah. So then I had a few of You've my- You've got the perfect voter ID bingo. there already. You've verified that you're a citizen. Yes. I mean, right down to the birth certificate and your utility bills and where you live and everything. I mean, it's it's awesome. I've but why been not saying use it for voting? This, I've been saying this for a year and a half. And none of the candidates have really picked up on it and went with it. 
Well, I brought it up again just this week, and one of my friends says, two of my friends says, I'm not giving the government that information because that's going to lead to social credit. And I'm sitting here thinking, are you really that out of tune? If you don't think the government knows everything about you and can do social credit already, you're, you're, you've been brainwashed. Oh, yeah. But yet you want voter ID, but yet you're not willing to go get a voter ID because you think that a, uh, getting a voter ID lends itself to social credit? Where are you? It's right here. They already have social credit because everybody has a cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. Even the lowest of the lowest in the poverty have a cell phone. So they, if they you don't at- think the government knows mm-hmm. about you and where you've been... Well, you have already been brainwashed. They they know where you've been. Yes. If you've been using your, your phone, like Apple Pay or whatever like that, they know what you've been buying. They know where you've been buying yep. it from. They know who you know. <laughs> they know everybody that you know. So everybody that you know that you've communicated with on your cell phone or have in your address book or whatever, they're all connected to and you And real too. ID, they just ask you your birth certificate, uh, your mom's maiden name. And if you don't think the government already knows that, th- then you are already delusional. Yeah. And these are patriots. So now I don't know what... I know some people like that and it's like, do you realize they already know that? They already know that. If you don't think they know that, where where are you? I, 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 I was just flabbergasted. There, having- there, there is limited numbers of ways in which you can drop out of the system okay for starters if you want to drop out of the system number one you can't work a job in which you receive a paycheck you can't have a phone maybe a burner phone you might be able to get away with that a what a burner phone that's talking only okay one of those a flip phone you know one of those uh you cannot have a smartphone you have to pay everything cash you cannot own a house. Anything. You cannot own a car. car. You cannot have any kind of you can't electronic. Have medical insurance. No, nothing. <laughs> Literally, you would have to be resigned to going out in the wilderness yep. somewhere and living in a tent. That is it. But see, people don't want to get uncomfortable a little bit and sacrifice a little bit to go to the MVD. And go, it, it's a hard process. Do you a lot realize of pe- there are people that are homeless for that very reason that we just mentioned? They are homeless on purpose. Well, absolutely. Because they don't want to be part of the system. I, I, I went out one day. I've been working on a little project, which is probably going to take forever at this point, a homeless project, where I went out and I spent the day out there talking to homeless people that were hanging out in the parks and stuff. And I found out that many of them are homeless by choice yep. for the reason that we just mentioned. What is that? That they don't want to be part of the system. Well, they don't. Well, but yet they have this. No, they don't have those either. A lot of them don't. Mm. Hmm. Maybe that's uh, why the government was giving them out for free. Could be because they want to track them too. Uh-huh. Because yeah. they want them to get them to vote. That's, the, that's really ultimately They want to track the everybody. Yeah. That's why they're giving them to illegal aliens. Yeah. They want to track but, them but too. But a lot of them uh, don't want to be beholden to rules and regulations either. Right. I, a lot of them have come out and said that. I, I don't want to do what my landlord tells me to do. So they want to just be free living on, on the streets. That, yeah. That's a big problem too. Yeah. You know? So, Dr. Karen. Yes. Let's talk about some medical stuff. What do you think? Perfect day to do that. My back's hurting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. So, first of all, let's start off by introducing everybody who you are, what your background is, what it is you do uh, in your practice, and then we'll we'll dig into it a little bit. 
Okay. So I'm Dr. Karen Genter. I own High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. We're a wellness center um, on Homestead Road Northeast. That's San Mateo, Montgomery area. Um, not only am I there, but I also have a massage therapist and an acupuncturist that have joined me in the practice. And then after the first of the year, we do have another chiropractor that will be joining the practice. And by the way, she's been getting business from her ad. <laughs> yes, I have. Um, and so I've been a chiropractor for 27 years. I've been in Albuquerque for 25 years. I do specialize in pregnancy care, infants and children, but I do treat everyone, as Rebecca can tell you. She's one of those yep. everyone else. Um, I do work part-time, so I'm in the office Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, and we're, we're just more concerned with wellness because a lot of people don't understand that how chiropractic even began. So um, there was a man named uh, BJ, I'm sorry, Dee Palmer, who was experimenting with all kinds of unusual kind of healing practices, you know, magnets and things like that. And then he started to look at the human spine. Well, even though people think chiropractors are bone doctors and back doctors, it's really about the nervous system. And so the nerves from the spinal cord come out through all of the vertebrae. And so that's why we're working on the vertebrae is to make sure that the nervous system mm. is running properly. So I mean, people say, well, what does your nervous system have to do with it? Your nervous system runs every part of your body. Every organ, every tissue, every cell is run by your nervous system. So if there's any kind of information, it's, it's kind of like the old landlines. If you had a staticky connection, you, you, could, you could hear some of the things that people were saying, but you couldn't really make that connection, that, that communication was off. And so that's how it is with your nervous system, um, depending on where that nerve's going to, communicating with your brain. So even though people tend to think, you know, oh, my back hurts or my neck hurts, I need to go to the chiropractor. But there's so much more. Yeah, you know, chiropractic is great for those things, but there's so much more. That's just one piece of what we do. Mm -hmm. And so chiropractic actually started out as a primary healing profession. And so there are a lot of people that still use chiropractors as their primary care because, you know, I have people, yeah, certainly that come in for back issues and neck issues and headaches and things like that. But, you know, there's a lot of people that come in for sinus problems. Uh, they have digestive problems. Um, they, they just feel like a general lack of, of energy. Um, people bring in babies that have colic um mm. they are not nursing well they're not sleeping well um you know they're crying all the time they're they're um, making unusual movements that they can't explain uh there's a flat spot on their head you know things like that um we're we're treating the body we're not treating symptoms and so when people come in and, and they have different symptoms yes i do definitely take that into account and that might make me look at a particular area of the body more but the real thing that I'm looking at is the entire body and how everything is working together mm -hmm. because lack of pain does not mean health and mm. you know the current I, I have to put this in quotations health care 
um, that people think they're getting, whether they're going to their the hospital or medical doctors or whatever, it's turned into sick care. Yeah. And so symptom I'm, care is what I'm thinking. Symptom about. care, sick they're care. They're treating symptoms. Mm-hmm. They're not really mm-hmm. trying to make you healthy. So you know, health care is a real misnomer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why in my office and in my advertising and things like that, you don't see a lot of stuff about pain and 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 discomfort and all that. It's it's more about let's get your body healthy and let's keep it that way. And another thing that that I've heard about chiropractors. Oh, well, if you go once, you have to go for the rest of your life. I've and heard I've, that one. I've had people ask me that before, and I'm like, well, you have to think of it this way. When you go and you start feeling like you've never felt before a lot of times, you want to go for the rest of your life. Um, and chiropractic is, is similar to dentistry in a way as well is you don't wait till you have a toothache to go to the dentist, right? You go for preventive care. By the and time so, you got a toothache, you probably a toothache. You need a root canal right, at that point, right? Right. Yeah, it's too so late. most people go, you know, every six months or so to get their teeth checked and and to get their their cleanings and things like that. Well, chiropractic, yes, a lot of times we start out addressing a specific issue, and so it is a process. So it, it might take several treatments to address a particular issue. But then once you you are out of the woods, things are healed up, and it's, it's usually longer than the pain because pain is the last thing to show up and the first thing to go away. Um, then you want to maintain that. And so, you know, it... It's, and it's it's similar also with working out. You you can't go one time and work out and be in shape, and you can't stop working out and stay in shape. So there's there's so much more to it, and that's why again that I I call our office a wellness center. And so you know what I do with the the spine and the nervous system, then you know we have the massage therapist that's that's very good at what she does with the muscles, which is really helpful with what I do. And then um, Dr. Maggie, she is our acupuncturist, and so she works more with the the chi um, in your body with acupuncture. And, you know, that's been around over 10,000 years. Mm -hmm. Chiropractic has been around for 227 years. You know, there is, uh, tell me what you think about this, uh, doctor. It's like you mentioned acupuncture. Yes. That's a Chinese uh, invention, Mm -hmm. correct? I have, there, I know, I have seen various treatments that, you know, Chinese, uh, the Chinese empire has been around for thousands of years. I mean, I mentioned that on last week's show. And they've got some interesting treatments, which actually are very effective. And, And the thing is, it seems like that as we move forward with modern medicine as we know it, that they tend to just kind of discard these these ancient treatments, which are actually very effective. And like for instance, I was uh, I had um, some kind of thing. It's made in China. It's like it comes in a little tin, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a little salve. And I kid you not, if you've got anything on your skin anywhere that's like broken out, you take a little bit of that, put it on there. Within a couple of days, it's gone. Yeah, it's a miracle. I, it's, so I don't know. I yeah, I, I like that you you look at all of the. My doctor also is the same way. I go to excellent a doctor in town that also looks at all all treatments. 
wonderful. Yeah. I wish there was more of those because unfortunately, um, a lot of times if you go to your medical doctor, they don't, they don't remember the stuff or don't, aren't taught the stuff mm-hmm. that they used to do, you know, a hundred years ago or something. It's all about what kind of medication can I give you? Um, and it, it's so sad, but then, you know, that's a whole nother discussion about big pharma. Well, yep. I've yeah. talked about that. Do you think that oh. they're influenced uh, a lot by big pharma about, uh, making money over necessarily what's good for the patient? Well, absolutely. Because, um, if you were to ask a lot of the medical doctors, I think they would tell you the, the things that they know about the medications that they're prescribing the information that they learned was from the pharmaceutical reps. Um, and that's why, you know, it, it's, it's really sad that I know they're so busy, especially in our state, you know, we have so few, um, that they don't have time to research all of this stuff. And so they just go by what they're told by the pharmaceutical reps. And, of course, they're going to tell you everything is the latest and greatest, and this is going to, you know, so sure. I'm, I'm going to ask a question. Okay. But first, let me tell you something. I've never been to a chiropractor. Oh. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Um, so I'm coming at this with uh, a perspective of zero. Okay. That's good, though. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm, I'm going to play play the devil's advocate, but but I'm interested in it because um, we, my husband and I had medical insurance for a long time. And I know how it works. You go somewhere, you're borderline diabetic, and they want to get you on metformin immediately, right? So um, he just, my husband just switched jobs, and the insurance is crazy. Crazy expensive. Mm -hmm. So you know what? We decided not to do that, to sign up with my husband's company. And we started uh, with the Christian's Healthcare Ministries uh, for like half the cost. And what they really advocate is you taking your own health care in your own hands, do preventative, take care of yourself, right? Oh, that's such so, wonderful and, news. <laughs> and, 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 and we've done that. We've really done that all of our lives, right? Uh, we, we go, we let, I don't know if you know Dr. Berg. He's a chiropractor. He's yes. big on YouTube. Mm-hmm, we watch mm-hmm. a lot of his videos. My husband has essentially gotten his borderline diabetic. He's gotten off diabetic profile uh, by just keeping his own health. He's learned a lot about prostate issues and that whole um, uh, corrupted uh, test for prostate issues. Anyway, that's a whole different show, but I've never been to a chiropractor. I'm, and I was just thinking about this this week. I didn't even know you were coming on. She said you were her doctor coming on. I'm like, okay, whatever, (laughs) you know, and I was just texting my husband. Hey, we have a chiropractor on the show. Maybe it's time for me to go and see her about cracking my back. (laughs) But so let me just ask you this question. Okay. I'm scared. And I know this sounds dumb. I'm scared to get my back cracked. It is not dumb to to be afraid. I was terrified the okay. first time. I so see I'm a not lot the only of, one. I see a lot of terrified people yeah. that come in the first time. Okay. Um, men as well as women. So it's not just women. Okay. So then, does insurance cover chiropractic? You know, insurance does cover chiropractic. Unless. However. Okay, there you go. This is the however for okay. me personally. I did insurance for 25 years, and the beginning of last year, I finally said enough is enough because I'd, I'd run on that little hamster wheel too long. No, what, what do you mean? As a doctor, you weren't going to accept insurance anymore? Is that what you Correct. mean? Correct. 
Okay. So they still, you know, and I, I was on all the insurance plans. The only two insurances that I'm aware of that did not pay for chiropractic was Medicaid and also TRICARE. That's the military. Yep. Um, Been on that. And so those are the only two that okay. I was aware of that did not, unless, you know, people had specific policies that excluded yeah. it. But, you know, so, for so we were talking about dentistry, how we go get our teeth cleaned. Mm-hmm. So uh, insurances by far in general, from my understanding, is that they'll pay for it if you've been in like in an auto accident. Is that true or not true? Um, the insurance companies sometimes will. Sometimes they look towards the insurance. If you have um, the benefit on your insurance policy that covers medical, then they want you to use your medical on your insurance, your um, your car insurance. Um, if you don't have the medical on your car insurance, then they'll pay. There are some times that people, you know, in the past, that they wouldn't tell us that they had medical on their car insurance. So we would file under their medical insurance, and then the medical insurance would later learn of the car insurance, and they would go after that. So if I was just an so, average person and I'm doing fine, but I, I wanted to try chiropractic um, as a preventative, because uh-huh. it is preventative. Am I correct? Yes. It is well, I mean, it's, it's also for acute care, right? but it's also preventive. Right. So could I just go and, and go to you and file insurance and say this is preventative care and would my medical insurance pay that? Well, I that depends on your medical insurance policy. because because I'm not a provider any longer for the medical insurances. Mm. Uh, we can provide patients with the information they need to file their own insurance. You know, so, so they all can of your submit patients it themselves. Are all of my patients are self-pay with, with the exception of Medicare. Um, even our Medicare patients, which we by law are required to, to, to submit, um, we have never accepted assignment, which means they pay us up front. And, they and, get then, and then they get reimbursed. Okay. And so those are that's the only insurance and it's only because we are required by law. But the other insurances, you know, we can provide people with the information that they can file on their own and some insurance companies do pay them and some do not. I, I guess my question is why has this uh um I don't want to say genre chiropractic not been at the forefront of healthcare? Well, it is the number 3 healthcare profession after medical doctors and osteopaths. Um, but it never used to be that way, am I right? Well, that's because years and years ago, we spent 16 years, we meaning the chiropractic profession, suing the AMA mm. because they had a contain and eliminate mm. um, policy going on. And so it took us 16 years to sue them and finally got that out in the open oh. so they were no longer allowed to do that because they would they would not treat patients that went to a chiropractor i mean they were trying to discredit us they yeah discredit I mean, because, corruption to keep right you out. right yeah and the thing is you know we are not in competition you know there's need for both yeah and so you know we don't we don't bash the medical community other than you know it's like what else besides Drugs can you obviously, do? Obviously, obviously, the way the way our healthcare is going right now, uh, just throw pills at people. Yeah. in working, and, we and are the sickest nation in the world. Am I correct? Exactly. Yeah. In, in the industrialized 
yeah. world. Yes, we are the the sickest because we've just been brainwashed into thinking let's just take a pill mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, they, and that's what you know i even have people coming to my office say can't you just give me a pill for this and it's like no i'm i'm sorry yeah i said and and well how come you you know I, i've had this problem for 30 years and you adjusted me and it's not better it's like they're they're so used to let's let's have it happen Instant right now gratification and and, it's like, and not no, doing no, anything to help themselves exactly right? exactly here's the thing i can tell you from my own personal experience <clears throat> and we can talk about this. I'm going to give you that permission to okay. do that because she's <laughs> my doctor too. Um, when I went to Dr. Genter, I was having extreme pain with my neck. Okay. I mean, I mean to the point like of where a muscle or uh, just... it felt like a muscle that oh. was just, I turned my head and it would hurt so excruciatingly bad I mean, it almost brought me to tears. Mm. I mean, that's how bad it was. Now, <clears throat> yeah, I could probably find a strong painkiller yep. to take that would make that pain go away. But then what are you doing? Right. I, there goes you're your covering head. up the symptoms. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what. I want to hold that thought because we're at the break. I'm going to continue that. And it'll it, kind of the importance of, of treating the root cause. So we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. People get ready as a train of coming. You don't need no baggage, you just get on board. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214. Or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same-day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on 
on the web at albuquerquegeneraldentist.com. there. Welcome back to the final segment of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie on Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. So I'm sitting here with my personal chiropractor, wellness specialist, Dr. Karen Genter, and also Kareen Rios. And we're talking a little bit about <clears throat> treating the cause of a symptom whereas you know a lot of people think that oh well I've got a pain here I'll just uh, just give me a pill to get rid of the pain but that that pain is your body telling you screaming out to you that something is wrong yeah you can take a pill to maybe make the pain go away but the problem that is causing that pain is something you should be concerned about because and I'm going to use myself as an example. It's something that if you don't catch it and you don't treat it, could turn out to be something really, really awful later on. But we're okay? not talking about treating the symptom. Right. right? That's what, I think people have a misconception. Right. That if you just treat the symptom, oh, you're okay. No, Diabetes for one. Yeah. Uh, diabetes happens because there's something wrong internally. A poor diet sometimes yes. can uh, contribute more, to that. Uh, diabetes too, yes. Yes. And so the doctors give you something to mask the symptom, to bring your insulin down, but your body is still not functioning mm -hmm. right. Right. And so we're duped into thinking that the pill fixes it. It may fix the symptom, but you still got the problem internally. Right. Exactly. So so what I, what I originally went to Dr. Genter for, I was having extreme pain in my neck. Mm -hmm. I mean, really extreme. It had gotten debil debilitating for me. Did you know why? Well, no, I really wasn't oh, sure. Okay. okay. So I went in there, started getting treatments for her. We decided to go ahead for me to get some x-rays. I got some x-rays on my neck because that's where the pain was coming from. And also, uh, Dr. Ginger discovered that I got a little bit of a curve beginning with my spine, you know, which mm. is something actually some of my family members have, and it yeah, got scoliosis? really out of control. Yes. Yeah, like scoliosis. a scoliosis. Yeah. So in the x-ray, it uncovered that I've got a little bit of a breakdown of the cartilage in, in my neck, in the joints mm. in my neck, which if allowed to progress could mean that I have a really poor quality of life later on in life. Right now it's manageable. So that's what I originally came to her for and that's what I'm getting treated for. And I can tell you during that as I've been seeing her as each week goes by, I feel a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. And I've also been conscious of the fact of what the cause of this problem is. Mm -hmm. You know, the the joints being all out of whack, we're actually putting stress on the muscles, right? Yes. Yeah. And so, the joints. Yeah, which was causing the symptoms. So so I'm addressing the cause, which is the problem with the joints, the cartilage. Uh, I don't know if it's helping or not, but I'm taking the osteobiflex, which actually it does seem to be improving since I've been doing that. And I've also been very conscious about how I sit, 
how I sleep at night. Your I posture. got a different pillow, posture. Mm-hmm. Um, so go ahead. We can talk about this, Dr. Ginger. Well, I mean, it, just like you were saying, it's it's more than than just the symptom that brought you in. Mm-hmm. And yes, I do treat lots of symptoms, but I like to get at the root cause. And there are times that the root cause is somewhere different than where people are having the symptoms. Um, a lot of times people have headaches because there's something wrong in their lower back or vice versa. There may be something in their neck that's creating problems elsewhere in their body, you know, symptoms down their arms or in their upper back. So there, you know, the body is so interlinked Mm -hmm. and people forget that, you know, that, that one area is going to affect the other area. Yeah. Don't they call the gut like the second brain now? Have that, you heard reports about yes, that? Yes, yes, yeah. because, you know, yeah, there's certainly a lot going on there with yeah, the people's gut. diets mm-hmm. and stuff like that, too, and leaky gut and yep. all of that. So um, in our processed society. <laughs> yes. I had leaky gut for a long time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there's just so much more more to real health care than, than just tracing or chasing after symptoms. And so that's, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm an advocate. And so do you, I mean, for if, if somebody goes in, do you put her like on a, a treatment plan? Or um, you yeah. know, it's, it's, I customize treatments for each person because it really depends on what their history is, what's happened to their body, even back from when they were a child. Um, it, it, and, and everybody responds differently, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it kind of, I, I just go by each each you patient. You treat the whole patient. I treat the whole patient. Yeah. So every time someone comes in, I treat their whole body. So you'll probably be treating her until she's free of this symptom? Well, and she's I, feeling better? Well, I hope that we're going to treat her for life. Um, but once, once people are, are out of the woods, basically, uh-huh. um, then a... a I recommend, you know, every four to six weeks. Like a tune-up, yeah. preventative yeah, that's something? exactly what, what okay. I like to <laughs> jokingly call it. Ready for your tune-up yeah, today? Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people come in, any problems today? Nope. Just hear from a tune-up. Because I, you know, mm. I, I, I think the scoliosis, uh, you know, the we caught the very beginning of, you know, scoliosis. Does that run in your family? Uh, yes. Oh. And so I think that is something that I'm hoping that since we caught it early and I'm conscious of it now, and if we do constant little adjustments on a regular basis, that I can head it off. I'm 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 optimistic. I yeah. want to stop it and, and but, with chiropractic uh, slow it down significantly. You can head that off scoliosis. Well, and, you know, I I started in chiropractic actually, and and I have scoliosis, mm. um, and so you know. Once you're an adult, you're never going to straighten the spine completely if you have scoliosis. Mm. But you can help prevent it from advancing. Is and there so that's pain why, associated with that? With scoliosis? Depending on how bad it is. Oh, okay. Um, I know if, if my, my main curve is in the middle of my back, which is, is pretty common. If I sit without resting my back up against something for a long period of time, it will hurt. Mm. Um. And, you know, there's some people that they have such severe curves that it's affecting their internal organs. So you might have heard of people that have had to have surgery to put rods in or Mm -hmm, or screws mm -hmm. and things like that. That's because it's uh, actually affecting their internal organs and their their overall health. And so, yeah, there's there's 
a lot lot to do with the nervous system and the spine and mm-hmm. how, how they interact. So you had said something about uh, your neck and you wanted to get the root cause and you, you talked about like your pillow. Do uh-huh. you help people learn to sleep better? Absolutely. Because I wake because... up and I'm just like, oh, you know, and, and I've tried to, I haven't really tried because I just don't know what to do, but... It, it hurts in the morning when I wake up and I'm like, well, maybe I shouldn't even sleep with the pillow anymore. You know, so do you help so, Do you help people address what to sleep with, what not to do? Absolutely. I mean, that's lifestyle. So I, I definitely deal with lifestyle, nutrition, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so most definitely, you know, we, we actually carry pillows in our office, oh, cervical pillows. Pillow? I don't I don't know if that's the I, one you have I or had not. A, well, I had already bought a pillow that's just like the one that she sells in her office, but basically the pillow I use, it's got like an indentation in the middle. Uh-huh. So that basically when you lay your head in that indentation, your neck is supported and your head is kind of down in the pillow a little bit. Well, so, are you a yeah. back sleeper? Because I'm not a back sleeper, so um, to me that seems uncomfortable. Well, but they're also good when you're side sleeping yeah. as well oh. because it supports you, you know, sideways on your neck. I don't recommend stomach sleeping at all, so it kind of helps prevent that. I know I saw problem. your face. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, stomach sleeping is not only huh. pretty bad for your neck, but also your lower Maybe back that's and what things I'm like. Right now. Yeah, you know, I mean, one of those the, pillows uh, like that actually might be really helpful to you to stay sleeping yeah. on the side. Sli- side is is, side is my favorite back. way with with a pillow mm-hmm. between the knees. And uh, you should sleep on your sleeping. left hand side, right? Oh, either side. Oh, um, and back, back sleeping is, is, told you to sleep on your left oh. side. <laughs> you know, another you, thing that, that I do that helps me is I will put a pillow under my knees, even when I'm sleeping on my back yeah. to elevate my mm-hmm. knees a little bit. Mm-hmm. That and takes that, the pressure I, off the lower back. And that keeps yeah. the uh, back aligned? Well, it keeps the pressure off the lower back. Oh, yeah. What size of pillow? Just any kind of pillow? Just, you know, as long as the knees are bent and you're comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, oh. with, with them slightly bent. You know, maybe that's my problem. I, I am a stomach sleeper. Mm. I always have been, uh, and that's going to be hard to give up. But, <laughs> but it is doable. I know, uh, right? <laughs> I always tell my patients, right like, if, if you're a stomach sleeper, then just you have to train yourself. So every yeah. time you wake up and you're on your stomach, turn onto your side, your back. I know, but that's um, hard when you event- fall asleep on your stomach. Because well, you know, the big thing is way. laying on your stomach does a real number on your neck. I think it that's really my does. problem. Yeah. yeah, because it's I'm got your kidding. neck cranked. Either you know, got, it's got your it's got your head back like this, basically. Yeah, I'm and, and like that, and and yeah. also turned pretty pretty severely. Yeah, because more I'll yeah. like this. Uh huh. Yeah. I I know you guys can't see what I just did in the, in the radio <laughs> land, <laughs> but just picture it. You're on your stomach. You got to turn your head, or else you're going to suffocate. <laughs> um, I also wanted to address something you mentioned earlier about kind of being afraid yeah. to go to a chiropractor. Um, and again, I do see a lot of patients that are afraid. Mm. The first thing I do is say, well, look at me. Am I that scary looking? <laughs> you know, because I'm not Helga or Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. or anybody like that. You know, uh, sometimes I even go into a new patient appointment with a, a man that's a big burly guy. And he looks at me like, yeah, right, lady. <laughs> um, you know, and this may be, you know, totally biased on my part, but I always say female chiropractors have to be better than males. <laughs> and the reason that I say that in tongue-in-cheek is that <coughs> that we don't have as much upper body strength mm. as men do. And so it's really more about your, your placement of your hands, the line of drive, 
um, the force that you use, you don't have to use a lot. It's more about speed. Um, and so a lot of people that I have treated that have been to other chiropractors, they're like, oh my gosh, that was so gentle. Mm. And then I also tell people that, again, I, I specialize not only in pregnancy care, but infants and children. And so, you know, you're not gonna, gonna whammy a little baby or a child, you know, so you have to adjust your, your technique for the person. There are people, yes, I'm jumping off the floor. There are people, I barely touch them, mm. and they're moving all over the place. So, and there's everything in between. And you can't tell by looking at somebody how easy or yeah. how hard they are to adjust. I know my, my husband is the hardest to adjust of anybody I've ever found. Why? He just has one of these solid body types, I think. And, okay. and he's just... It's not that he's tense or anything. It's okay. just that his joints are really tight. Oh, okay. Um, and so, so it's more physiological yes, than it is. Okay. Yes. And so, you know, people think it's the big guys that are harder. And it's like, you know, I've had some big guys that, you mm. know, they're just a piece of cake. Yeah. And then I've had some little people that are just all gristle and they're really hard to move. And so I do adjust my technique for the person. I also do um, instrument adjusting. And non-force adjusting. So I use an instrument I'm to adjust. I'm thinking a guitar or something. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, use, I use an instrument to do the adjustment. Oh, a tool or something. A tool, yes. Oh, okay, okay. And so that way, okay. you know, some people are, oh, I don't want to hear any popping sounds. And I do explain to them the, the popping sound that they hear is just nitrogen gas being released out of the joint. Oh, I didn't know that. And and so people say that is they... Is that the same thing of when you pop your knuckles? Well, a lot of people think that they're adjusting themselves when they make that popping noise. Okay. But that is not an, the adjustment. And a lot of times you do hear that because you're stretching the joint to reposition it. People stretch their joints all the time and can release that gas and make that noise, but they're not adjusting themselves. So you don't want that gas in the joints? Is that what you're telling me? Well, the gas pressure will build up. And so, oh. and they even will get some temporary relief when they make that sound. But that's only because they've released some of the, the pressure out of the joint. But that's going to keep coming back until the problem is, is addressed. Oh. So people who crack their knuckles, is that what's happening? Um, yes. Is yes. that bad or good? Well, you know, it doesn't it, matter. It, if, if things crack... On their own, when you're doing your normal motion, you can't really do much about that. Like, for oh, okay. instance, every time I bend down, my knees crack. Mine too. Um, but to to purposely try to pop yourself, that's that's not a great idea okay. because every time you do that, you're stretching the joint, mm -hmm. and if you don't address the problem and you keep doing that same thing over and over, you might cause problems. Then more you're, problems you're, down the road. Those those ligaments that are holding the bones together are going to start getting more mm. and more lax. Okay, mm. so you definitely don't want to do that. Okay, and but yeah, going to a professional that does that and that's then the actually adjustment. moving the joint. Yes, oh, okay, then that okay. pressure should not be building up in the joints anymore. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I think we all need to go see our chiropractor. I've learned some stuff that I didn't already know. Yeah. So. So, doctor, um, let's go, go into the realm of uh, what is traditionally thought of as faith healing. Okay. I know there is a, uh, a church I really enjoy going to in, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I love the preacher there because he stood up to the, 
to the tyranny and the mandates and refused to close his church, so I'm one of his fans. But it's a Pentecostal church, and one of the things they do is they do laying of hands. Um, and they have seen miracles in their church of people getting better over conditions that were thought to be terminal. So how does that play into what you do? What do you think about that? I think it's it's incredibly soothing to people to be touched. Not yeah. everybody likes to be touched, but there are some patients that I have that are not fans of being touched, but they will let me touch them. Um, there's just something very healing about that. About the human um, connection. Yes, the, the human connection most definitely. Um, and... I mean that's that's in the Bible too that it tells you you lay on of hands mm-hmm. that's it, and it it's it's spiritual it's it's healing um, and it, it just it makes people feel like like you care I mean is that too simplistic mm. No I like that But even yeah. even when people come in to my office and I know that they're having a symptom in one part of their body that's being caused by a problem somewhere else, you know, referred pain is, is very real, real. Um, I always want to make sure that I touch the area that they're hurting because they feel like that area is being addressed. And so there, there's, again, there's spiritual, there's, there's a, a medical, I think, um, connection that way that, that gives people comfort. So I don't know if that answered your question. No, I think that's completely. But I think that's right. But I, I think, think maybe you were looking more. Does it does is there proof that the laying on of hands actually heals people? Is that is that what, what, what you were going at? Well, that? I think I think there's a lot of a lot of aspects to it. Number one, I believe in the power of God. Mm-hmm. Okay, I believe that God can can do anything. Um, I also believe that. You have to believe that you're going to get better because I, I think your body, if you have that belief that you're going to get better, I think your body works better. What? Absolutely. And, yeah. and another thing to keep in mind is there's no doctor that has ever healed anybody. Mm-hmm. The body heals itself. Mm-hmm. You just have to allow that to happen. And I mean, and, and there's, there's more than just physical, there's emotional as well as chemical and things like that. So there, there's more to healing than just, you know, laying on of hands or adjusting or giving somebody a pill. I mean, there, there's, there's many aspects of it. And they can all work it. together. They all can work mm-hmm. together. You know, because yes. our, our bodies are just failing us. Back in the day of the Old Testament days, they lived till 900 years old. And because what we have fed our bodies, uh, you know, we've introduced pesticides, red dyes. And in our culture right now in the United States, we have poisons that are out there that we continue to ingest where they are absolutely outlawed in European countries. Yes. You know, red dye, Mountain Dew. You know, they can't even in some countries. It is illegal to uh, to sell instant potatoes. You know, mashed really? potatoes. Yes. <laughs> I oh, I love that one. potatoes. <laughs> it, in some countries, they've banned it because it's a poison to our bodies. Really? Yeah, you should look into that. 
I didn't know that. I forgot which countries have banned it, but other okay. countries. But in the United States, you know, it's just free for all. Just do steroid up your meat so you get more meat. We have deteriorated our body so badly sometimes. I, you need all kinds of things, right? Yeah. Uh, my body, when I had, I had uh, fibroids, mm-hmm. I tried to, to overcome it with other means, natural means. I needed to go and have an operation to take that out. Right. So I, I, uh, I just I always tell people we need to just be very careful because the laying on of hands sometimes and I've heard it in the churches that if you don't believe enough that you're going to get well, there's something wrong with your faith. And that is so poisoning to the body of Christ because God may have you going through that cancer for a reason we don't understand. So we need to just be very careful when we say, if you believe it, you're going to get well. Because sometimes that doesn't happen. Right. I know a right. lot of people who have believed that they're going to be cured from this, and then they don't. And then you know what happens? They get further from God because, exactly. because yeah. of that. So we need to just be very careful because sometimes things happen to us that God didn't allow. I mean, God, God is going to use in our favor. And so we just have to be very careful with the laying of hands because I've seen it too often in churches used to the extreme. Mm-hmm. So, so I think the laying of hands is, 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 is good. It's biblical. Uh, it, it may be more good for our own. I mean, look what happened during COVID. Patients couldn't even touch each other. I mean, especially for those in the nursing homes. Yeah. You know, they couldn't touch each other. That is so important, whether people like it or not. My daughter doesn't like to be hugged, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's important to feel that way uh, so that maybe you feel good to allow your body to, to heal. So I, I don't know where I stand with the uh, with all these people in one church getting their their illnesses it, it's too coincidental for me. Does that make any sense? Well, the, uh, you know, you know what I'm I mean? sure they're all not having it's still, the yeah. It's still healing and comforting. It, it, doesn't it, it, mean, exactly it doesn't mean that they're going to be exactly. recovered from what kind of, you know. Exactly. And it could just be in the moment that they feel the power or the, anything. Mm. But um, I, I, I believed it with my hormones, right? I, you, your hormones decline as you age, right? Yes. Menopause. Mm-hmm. That is a fact. That's scientifically proven. And there for a long time, I believed that if I believed enough, my hormones would get balanced so that I don't have to go through all the symptoms of menopause. Yeah. And you know what? It didn't work. Which is terrible, by the way. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I I had the same problem. Right. And, you know, but there's just some things that our bodies physiologically are going to go through that we need to just understand that uh, so that we don't uh, push away a bunch of people who turn to God, the laying of hands. And if I just believe it enough, I'm going to be healed, that we don't push them further for Christ. Because some kind, sometimes God doesn't want you to be healed from something. There's a lesson in that for us. So that's all I wanted to say. But I'm going to go like see you. Thorn in the side. Exactly. You know, we have to take care of our bodies. Uh, absolutely, I agree with that 100. percent We can't rely on the medical uh, community uh, community that's uh, so indebted with big pharma, right? We, well, and we've discovered that over the past few years, just how much in bed with big pharma absolutely. they are, in which they don't necessarily have the what's in the best interest of the patient in mind. Correct. I I, I have been so turned off to the medical community and especially hospitals over the past few years i agree you know i i had to go to the hospital for the for a day during the midst of all this kind of stuff because i uh passed out and 
hit my head on the sink in my bathroom and cracked it open and had to have eight yeah. stitches in my right right here. And and know? I think we have to get and away from this idea. I was terrified going to the hospital. Yeah. I really was because I, I don't believe that they necessarily have their best your best Absolutely. interest in heart. Everything is protocol now. Yep. Everything is what's coming from the corporation up above whoever owns yep. the hospital. And I just want to put a plug in, in for you that, you know, people need to get away, uh, get out of this idea that insurance is there to cover all your medical costs. See, that's the problem. Nobody wants to pay to exactly. go see a chiropractor because you're going to be paying it out of your pocket. Nobody wants to do that these days. But what they don't really understand is the more you give in to that medical insurance uh, entity, it's actually costing us more. Right. Let me give you an it, example. It really is. It really is. Mm-hmm. My, Make it quick because we're almost out of my, time. Yeah, my son has seizure meds, and so when I used to go buy it with medical insurance, I get six dollars off, and then they would charge the, the 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 insurance. When I got off medical insurance, you know how much they wanted to charge me four hundred dollars, and then I found a coupon, and I got the that same medication for six dollars. But they jacked up the price because you get the medical insurance in there and it just messes up everything. So don't be afraid to go and spend money on your own medical well-being. I've I've been paying cash for all of my medical care for years now. As a matter of fact, when I got that x-ray that we needed, I paid cash for the x-ray. And do you know that my cash price was 50% of what the normal price is? Yeah, I'm going to start doing that myself because ours is pretty much just catastrophic medical insurance, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And so we'll be paying out of pocket. So people, don't be afraid to to take your own medical into your own hands. And if that means pain, I mean, that is really freedom. So, Doc, we're almost out of time. Why don't you plug your business? Yeah, I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) Great. We'll be so glad to see you. So, yeah, we're, we're conveniently located uh, around San Mateo and Montgomery on Homestead. So it's, it's convenient for people on the west side, people down south, people up north, mm-hmm. people out east. Um, I, I moved the office there just for that reason. So, um, yes, we'd love to see anyone that would like to come. Our office number is 505-292-2226. We're there Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but our answering machine is always available. And you can find out more information about our office on my website, and that is Dr. Karen Genter, and that's G-E-N-T-E-R dot com. Absolutely. Yep, I'm so going. So with that, I uh, want to also plug my other advertisers, Perkins Protection Training, and of course, High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness, which is Dr. Karen Genter, and ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Mm. So if you own a freedom-friendly business, we would love to have you advertising on this station. Send me an email, becca at freedomspeaknm.com, and I'll get you going on that. Check out my website, freedomspeaknm.com. You can listen to replays of all the previous shows, as well as access some really great resources. Check out my Facebook page, Twitter, Telegram, Truth Social, and you can listen to the podcast of any of the shows on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Follow, like, and share. Freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. It's time to stand up and tell the Marxist and those pushing the woke agenda, hell no, we won't comply. Mm-hmm.